Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Fringe of It. Episode number 53. I don't really know how to start the show, to be honest. It's a bit of a weird one. I think you can tell the kind of tone we're starting on as to whether we do a do-do-do-do-do-do. And because we didn't, I think it's more of a sombre episode. <laughs> it was. It was, um, you know, I don't want to reference the trip this early on, but it's like when Rob Brydon said on the news, when they, like, say your name if you're a celebrity... Um, and the different tones they use, like kind of try and say whether you're like alive or if you've got an award or like what's <laughs> happening. Um, you can tell the tone of the fringe of it by whether we went do 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 do. Oh yeah, that's it. Today, Liv and Charlotte. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine. I would say, what time is it? It's twenty past two on Tuesday, the twenty fourth of March, twenty twenty. Um, and I would say compared to twenty past two of Monday. I'm doing a lot better. I'm doing a lot better from the last hour. (laughs) You've showered in the last hour, haven't you? Do you know what? I've showered. I did some exercise and I got dressed. I mean, I was dressed before, but I put on a normal outfit. Um, And I was like, do you know what? It's never too late to restart the day. And I thought, it's one o'clock. There is still time to redeem it. And that's exactly what I did. And it's, it's worked wonders. I went out for a walk while you had, because we we had a, a big old Skype call this morning about the new fringe of Instagram, which I'll tell you all more about in a minute. Um, and we so we had a big Skype chat then. And I think we we're just kind of like sick of each other. And we were like, should we, should we have a break before we record the podcast? So you I mean, went... to be fair, sorry, no, I interrupted you. It's fine. To, to be fair, it was quite an eventful Skype call, wasn't it? We did a lot. Um, Jack came, I went down to see Jack and he's like, oh, have you recorded the podcast then? Because, you know, I've been trying to keep June really quiet. And I was like, um, <laughs> no. And then I showed him what we'd been doing and he was like, is is, is that all you've done? Oh my God, we were, you know, well, A, we were sorting out the Instagram, which is going to look stunning. But also there was some police drama across the road. Um, so opposite to where I live, there were four police officers trying to get into a house. Um, and I was just giving Charlotte a real walkthrough of that. I had a front row seat. Joe was holding the laptop to the window with the camera facing out so I could have a look. I actually feel really bad. I'm not normally a gawper, but in these times there is not a lot else to do. So I think that's it. If I hadn't, if, if we weren't on essentially house arrest, um, I think it wouldn't have interested me as much. I'd probably have been more sympathetic unless, oh, I love the drama, Mick. <laughs> it was so Gavin and Stacey. What's the name? Oh, Pam. We can't keep forgetting. We did this the other day. I know, not not this soon. <laughs> They're like, oh, the fringe of it's back. I can't even. I don't even know the name of our podcast. The fringe of it's back. They still don't know what uh, Gavin's mum is and Gavin and Stacey. They're, They're still making that joke again. Yeah, they're still talking about Paddington. I mean, honestly, that podcast. 
Oh my god, Pam Paddington and <laughs> nothing. I don't know what else. Pretzels. <laughs> I've got a big bag of pretzels. It was on my supermarket list the other day. Oh god, I'm impressed. I'm making those Francis Quinn pretzel buttons when the time is right. I know you've got. That's the thing. I feel like I'm having to hold out on things because I feel like because we've got so much in the house at the moment. We did a big shop, and every breakfast, I'm like, oh, I could have a full English. And Joe's like, that's not the point. It's not for us to live like kings for three days. This has got to last. I know, I know. Um, when did Jack go? A few days ago. What? I, I think I was going to make some cookies, a panettone pudding. Like this is over the course of like maybe three weeks. So we've got quite a lot of the ingredients in the house. I did a full inventory of the baking cupboard, which I really enjoyed. We've got enough flowers for various things. I'm not bragging here, by the way. Sorry, I feel like um, <laughs> I hope this isn't too insensitive if if you can't get hold of flour um, or anything like that. But yeah, I need to kind of stagger my bakes. Yeah, no, you do. That's the thing. I like I made cookies and banana bread and now I'm out of plain flour and that's it and I think I've peaked like <laughs> yeah that that kind of that vein of activity has, ex- has been exhausted so now I'm like what now I might do some painting this afternoon oh nice mm-hmm. well yeah, you're gonna I do th- that in the garden I think maybe I'm worried about paint on your carpets oh no I, th- I think I might do on the dining room table lay out some newspaper and get all Bob Ross right first of all that that should be our first recommendation. If you don't know who Bob Ross is, head straight onto Netflix. Is Bob Ross still on Netflix? I'm sure he is. I believe it is. I did include it in my guide yesterday, which went up on the blog. So I believe it should be. But if yeah, we'll we'll include it in the show notes. But go and seek out Bob Ross. He is the ultimate joy slicer. He's oh, joy slicer. He's not slashing your joy. He's giving you a slice of joy. <laughs> slashing your joy. <laughs> My joy has been slashed this week, I'll tell you that, Charlotte. I mean, it's just, I, I saw a tweet and it said, it's like when you've broken up with your ex-boyfriend and like the first 10 seconds of the day, you're like, oh, what a beautiful mo- Oh, Yeah, literally. And then you wait, you're like, oh, this this isn't a weird dream. <laughs> I just, we're not here to give any advice or any medical I don't know, reassurance. Um, I would like to do a big thank you to anybody who is a frontline worker. Um, I can't imagine what it's like for you right now, but very much from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for all the work you are doing. Yeah, the people that genuinely do not have a choice whether they can work from home and be bored or not. Um, Sorry, I just laughed because you said we're not here to offer medical advice. And I was like, if someone has come to this podcast for medical (laughs) advice, (laughs) wow. To quote Paddington 2, turn it around, sister. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, there are definitely um, podcasts that, that will equip you better than this one. We are here to talk about uh, pretty much telly and snacks. And that is, that, that's your lot. We were saying um, we do have a list of more um, cohesive themes that we've mapped out. So there are actual topics, kind of like the creative rut one we'd done a couple of weeks ago. We done, we done a couple of weeks ago. Um and we just wanted to know as well if people are happy for us to carry on as normal. Um just because I feel like because it is so day by day, um we're we're having some informal chats right about now. But if people are happy to go carry on, go in hand with the topics, do let us know in the Facebook group. Well, you can let us know in a number of ways. I'm going to plug, <gasps> plug yes! all the different ways. Plug. So, 
<laughs> plug, 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 plug. Uh, firstly, there's the Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the fringe of it. Um, there's a group in there. It's wonderful. Really enjoying it. But also we have the email address, which is the fringe of it at gmail.com. And as of hopefully by the time this podcast is live, Liv and I will have agreed, not that we'll have a fallout, um, on the look and the feel of the new Instagram. And somebody has got the fringe of it. So you will find us on fringe of it. <laughs> We're always so close to the mark, aren't we? Who's got the fringe of it? I want it back. Oh, we've got a follower. Who is it? Is it is it Jack? It's a lovely lady called Kirsty, who is oh. a cat botherer. <laughs> Kirsty the cat botherer. Hi, Kirsty, <laughs> our first Instagram follower. Oh, welcome. You can. Well, there are all the different ways you can get in touch. So, oh, on Twitter, We're, we are the fringe of it on Twitter. Yeah, we've got that one. We, but we don't. To be honest, I don't log in there a lot. No, I can't say I do either. I, I just log in and kind of like like everything that you've tweeted and like everything I've tweeted and then retweet a few memes and then go about my day. And you're like, that'll do. That'll do for today. Um, I just want to read something out that was actually in the Facebook group by a girl called Emily Lewis. Um, and I thought this was really lovely. Um, on the positivity thread that we put up, that beautiful picture of Maggie, if you don't know what we're talking about. But she said that um, I work for the charity Mind and we use a term called thin slices of joy, which we try to distribute throughout our day to support our mental health. These can be little things such as taking two minutes to have a cup of tea with a piece of chocolate or watching 20 minutes of your favourite programme at lunch. Even just taking a few minutes out to scroll through some whole oh sorry through some old holiday pictures on your phone thin slices of joy can really help through uncertain times to keep up the morale i thought that oh, was great i love that really oh, enjoyed that that's um, really nice karen mitchell on the same thread said currently watching live at the apollo on youtube here's joe lysett if anyone wants a wee giggle oh we love joe lysett i mean that's not a wee giggle that's the hysterical the howl. giggle yeah, that's a pained howl. Um, what else? What else is on this thread? This was a week ago, so I'm just trying to make sure that the the social distancing rules apply. Oh yeah, I've got to make sure. Um, I think we're done. I think we're done with that thread. <laughs> <laughs> is everything involving being outside? I actually went for a walk earlier. Um, and every time we saw somebody, we went in the bike lane, so we were at least six foot apart and um, but we saw i'd say we saw about three people um which is actually three more people than we saw in france so um it was like piccadilly circus yeah but the, the because the roads are quiet it's kind of okay to walk on the on the road but we are in lincolnshire so it's probably a little bit different to london yeah the, the rules and regulations will vary from city to city <laughs> the density of population um <laughs> before we get too technical shall we move on to teletalk Let's move on to Teletalk. Ooh, oh, look, I'm perking up as the podcast goes. I know, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're lifting ourselves and hopefully we're lifting you. <laughs> sorry if we're not. I'm really, really sorry. Um, annoyingly, I've not watched tons this week because we were in France when I last spoke to you and um, the internet was, was pretty dodgy, to say the least. Um, we managed to film over the series of three nights that's not bad it was a three-parter i mean the film wasn't a three-parter i don't think that's how they intended it to be viewed but that's how (laughs) long it took us to um to get through it and we watched knives out 
Oh, what did you think? I've not seen it yet, but I've heard many good things. Really, really, really enjoyed it. Oh, I like a proper like mystery or a caper. Like as I say, I'm not into your line of duty. I'm not into all these like murder things on the BBC. I don't know why I think they're on the BBC. I just, I just do. Um, they were on the Beeb <laughs> or liar or you know all these things that people are watching. Like that's too tense. But I do like a good old fashioned who done it. Yeah, and, and that's what this is. It's got Daniel Craig in. It's actually, as my mum would say, it's got some actors in. Um, <laughs> let me just. I'm just trying. It to has got quite a packed cast, from what I can rem- remember. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is one of my favourite people that are in it. She's so good. But Daniel Craig's great, and basically, um, it's this big family in America, and the granddad has died but they can't decide if it's suicide or murder and Daniel Craig is like this big um super sleuth and he's here to get to the bottom of what happened so he interviews it, it yeah it's just really good and it's um it's a little bit not Wes Anderson in kind of the aesthetic but you know that kind of kookiness and like darkness of, of like underlies a Wes Anderson film kind of the eccentricity of, of like the families like you know that kind of that kind of thing from a Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson film. And I would just really recommend it. I, th- I thought it was real kind of escapism. Um, and like Jack was watching it at first and I was um, reading my book. And then I was like, oh, oh. And then slowly but surely, like I was fully involved because I thought it was going to be like too dark for me and too jumpy. Um, and it really wasn't. So I would definitely recommend that if you're looking for a bit of escapism. Um, Is it out? It's on, we bought it on YouTube. Oh, okay. That's or good Google to know. Play. Oh, okay. I'm gonna maybe suggest watching that this evening then. You do have to pay for it. I'll just let you know now. I can't. Oh remember. no, I don't mind. We were we were in a position where we were just like, let's just throw some money at the situation because we wanted to like take our minds off it. Yeah, no, that's the thing. That Emma's out as well. There's quite a few films that have come out. I'm quite interested to see what's going to happen. Like if if things are going to get home releases as opposed to cinema releases. I really want Greed to come out. And then I think Jojo Rabbit was meant to be coming out in May and I'm really hoping they release it sooner because I'm desperate, desperate to watch it. If anybody's listening to Please of of bringing things forward, I'm sure, you know, nobody to do with Schitt's Creek is listening. But if anybody's listening who's in charge of the release date of the new series of Schitt's Creek in the UK, can you bring it forward from May, please? We need it now. Thank you. (laughs) Um, What have you been watching? (laughs) Do you know what? I've had a similar week to you in the sense I haven't watched an awful lot of things, um, which is weird because I've been home more than ever, really. Um, But I did watch Five Guys a Week, um, which is excellent. Um, My dad recommended it because my dad and I have very, very similar TV tastes. And it's so, oh, it's just so cheesy and ridiculous. But it's, it's like dinner date and that kind of like got that real like, oh, this is so ridiculous, but amazing. So the concept is five gentlemen um, go and live with a woman for five days and they're all kind of fighting for her attention and all want to try and be the guy that she picks. Um, and it's just it's quite surprising it's quite surprising and they all get a bit competitive and then she might kiss one and they're like oh they go on like a night out they meet her mum um and they went on the first one I watched they went for dinner with her mum and her mum was like 
asking them about their sex lives and it was like oh like proper scream at the tv stuff um but next well last week's one I think was in Burnley um so I need to catch up on that but I'm just it's just it's like an hour of just brilliant forget about everything television which is my favorite genre if I'm being honest I wish you could see my face right now I just can't. I just can't believe that somebody's mum was asking a potential suitor about their sex life. She she was re- like this lady's mum was really like, like very like oh like, like she said something. There was a line that she said, and I wish I'd written it down. But she said something about like oh your dad used to like spanking me or something like that. And it was a real. It was a. It was a. It was a screamer. Honestly, mad. My eyes have nearly popped out. I hope they're that. This is like pre-recorded and they're not all in isolation right now because can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine? They're all going to have to self-isolate together on next week's one. Oh my God. I mean, TV I don't want to see, but also TV I definitely do want to see. Oh my God, honestly. This is what it must be like when I'm a celebrity. What do you mean? No. Just all being in one place for like weeks on end. Or, you know, like Big Brother. Oh yeah, Big Brother or that <laughs> what else have you been watching I'm di- I'm dying to talk about a film that you've seen oh okay she's waiting for it well I need to re-watch the end I'm so sorry so on television um, on Saturday night the film that Charlotte loves film stars don't die in Liverpool was on the BBC and it started at 9 o'clock which I thought was very safe territory um and it's only, I think it's an hour and 40 minutes. So again, not a long film. But this girl got tired towards the end. Like, it was so beautiful. And we were saying, Jamie Bell, I don't know if I can quite repeat what you said to me. No, I don't um, think I, I don't, watched it. <laughs> don't think we should. Jack, Jack listens to the podcast before it goes live just to, you know, check there's no mistakes. So... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't repeat it. Um, Charlotte said he's a very handsome man. <laughs> and I'm sure he would make a wonderful suitor. Um, that's exactly word for word what Charlotte said. Um, but it was it was brilliant. It was uh, Stephen Graham in it as well. His hair. Stephen Graham's hair? What? It's just thick and black and curly and amazing. I can barely remember. All I can remember is Jamie Bell's guns. They honestly, I mean, we all love Jamie Bell, or if you don't, whatever. I love Jamie Bell, and um, there's just something about him in that film. He's absolutely blossoming. I feel like he's one of those actors, though, annoyingly that I feel like I fancy him. Not that it's about that, um, more as characters than I do in real life. Like oh. in this, yeah, sorry, and as a, yeah, and in Rocket Man, I'm like, wow. Bernie, you are my dream. Um, oh no! And you then can I'm keep like, Wait. Jamie Bell as Bernie Torpin. Oh yeah. No, right. You take Jamie Bell as Bernie Torpin, and I'll take Jamie Bell as Peter Turner, who he plays in this film. Okay, that's fair. Done deal. Sorted. Just in case you, our kind of synopsis of the film has has not done enough to draw you in. We haven't actually given a synopsis. No, I know, I know. Um, Julie Walters is in it. Oh, we Julie can do no wrong. Absolutely not. You can. Do you want to give a synopsis? I feel like I've hijacked your entire. No, no. You you do the synopsis because you'll be far more articulate than me. I'm sure. Will I? Will I? I think I'm going to give it a go. 
So Julie Walters plays Gloria Graham in her later life when she moves back to Liverpool, but she's been like an international <laughs> Hollywood actress and somehow meets Jamie Bell. I, I just I just kind of stumble upon the Jamie Bell part every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, he wears a lot of short sleeve T-shirts in this film. As if that's an unusual thing for a man to wear. I know, but just like he's really wearing those short sleeve T-shirts. Um, and, th- and they become lovers and it's all about their relationship and she gets diagnosed with breast cancer. So I would say, obviously, if that's kind of something you don't want to watch, I probably wouldn't recommend watching this film, but it's absolutely beautiful. It's just about love and human relationships. Liverpool, Jamie Bell's guns and Julie Walters with a bit of Stephen Graham. What, what, what's not to love? Hang um, on, is it Julie Walters? I think I've just surprised myself. I didn't realise Julie Walters. They were in Billy Elliot together. That's not Julie Walters. Is it not Julie Walters? Um, no, like, is it? She's unrecognisable. No, she. Oh no, she doesn't play the the actress, but she is in it. Sorry. Oh yeah, no, she you. is in it. Sorry, I thought you meant she plays the main actress, and I was like. I don't believe you. Oh, no, it's, yeah, it's Annette, Annette Benning. Hang on. Sorry. No, you're you're totally right. I just got confused. I was like, hang on, where does Julie Walters come in? No, I, I, I did a terrible description of it, but it's a really beautiful film. And every time anybody mentions it, like I get quite hysterical and I'm like, you need to watch it. You need to watch it right now. Yeah, Jamie Bell doesn't fall in love with Julie Walters. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's his mum, isn't she? I can't even remember. I can't even remember what happens anymore. There's a really sad scene in the car. Have you got to that bit yet? No. Okay. It's not my fault you fell asleep. (laughs) I've got one more program for you and it is on Netflix and it's called Self Made, inspired by the (gasps) life of Madam CJ Walker. Oh my God. I've seen this popping up and I'm desperate to watch it. Um, I started it last night. Um, I would say that maybe my head wasn't in the game last night. It was when um, Boris announced that we were on lockdown, which I must say I was... Very happy to see, but it did cause a few kind of conversations and I wasn't kind of, I had one eye on Twitter while I was watching it. So I probably only watched about 20 minutes, but I, I can already see it's going to be so good. Um, What to say about it? Um, Octavia Spencer plays the lead role and she plays Madam CJ Walker. And Madam CJ Walker is a real life character and she started a hair company, um, an African-American hair company in the early 1900s um, and she becomes the first self-made female millionaire I just can't wait to to see what unfolds like the beginning um, I just think Octavia Spencer is just such a good actress like she's always everything I've seen her in she just really makes you feel a lot do you know what I mean oh she's incredible yeah and I just know that it's going to be amazing. So it's on Netflix. Um, I'm literally subscribed to every single uh, TV channel right now. Um, I don't know how many series they are. They said it's a mini mini series. Um, and the episodes are about 40-ish minutes long. So I will keep you posted on how that goes. Oh, I'm going to have to add that to my list. Um, the other thing that I have watched this week is Frozen more times than I care to ever see Frozen ever again. Um, and June's now discovered Elf as well. Has she never watched Elf before? No. What a time. What a time to discover it. Yeah, so that's the latest. We've just got Disney Plus, which launched today. So I'm hoping we can maybe introduce some new films because we're literally Toy Story 2, Toy Story 4, Frozen and a bit of Elf. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's repetitive. Oh, but they're great films, though. I know, but all that plays on in my head all day is wood is round up. Da, 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 da. And let it go, let it go. Oh, so not not into the unknown. What was that? What, have you not seen Frozen 2? Oh, but we're watching Frozen 1. Oh, have you not seen Frozen 2? No, I went to see Frozen 2. I took June to the cinema, but it wasn't her cup of tea. Like, we've taken her to the cinema to see Toy Story 4 and there was enough going on. But, like, Frozen 2, it's... I don't know. There's maybe just, like, not enough Olaf for her. Oh, that's a shame. It's really good. There's some bops in it. Yeah, like me and my friend, uh, when she was here from Australia, we sat and we watched it with her, but like half of the film was just trying to persuade her to sit down. Right, okay, fair enough. Yeah, it was quite stressful. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, oh so dear. Just Frozen 2 for now, but hopefully, you know, with Disney Plus maybe, uh, sorry, Frozen 1 for now, but hopefully with Disney Plus, maybe we'll move on to Frozen 2. I can't wait. She might upgrade. Yeah, I think, or maybe she'll relapse back into Moana. Do you know what? That's a film that I've only ever seen three quarters of again. I, haven't, I think during this time that we're going to spend indoors, you should literally tally up how many films you've seen three quarters of the way through. No, I think I should tally up the films I've watched whole because I think that'd be an easier job. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you um, voice noted me the other day and said, I, I, I didn't finish Film Stars Die in Liverpool. I was like, of course you didn't. Of course you didn't. Of course you didn't. I promise. But Joe recorded it and he wants to watch it tonight. So I'm going to watch it all and then I'll give a really solid review next week. Okay. I cannot. I cannot. Commode me. <laughs> Have you got anything else on that list that you've only watched half of? No, I am a bit worried uh, for our, our mini subject this week because I just hope you've you've watched everything on your list. I have. And I promise it's it's diverse more diverse than my normal films so for this week's topic um we've decided to kind of carry on from the the tv theme and talk about basically our desert island films hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We wanted to kind of start this whole period with some solid recommendations and films that have taken us through childhood, teenage years, the ups and the downs and the things that have really stuck by us. Because um, sometimes I think they are the very best films and they're the ones that you should really add to the, the old archive. Yeah, and I think as well, we thought it'd be really something great that the Fringe of It listeners could get involved with. So afterwards, we'll put out kind of the topic... Uh, 
the categories and then we'd love to see your, your recommendations underneath. And I think what started all this, it came to me in the shower, but um, Taylor, I want to say Taylor Swift, Taylor Sterling from The Glitter Guide put up a scene from one of my favourite films and you can probably actually, to be fair, guess what all the, all my films are going to be. Um, but somebody said, oh, can you tell me what film this is from? And I rec- like I told her what it was and, and she went off to watch it and said that she loved it. So I think it's just... We will run out of Netflix eventually, so we need to kind of go back through the archives and d- discover some hidden gems. Yeah, and I think this is a good place. Although I do feel like some of the things I'm going to suggest, I wouldn't call a hidden gem. <laughs> I don't think any of my films are hidden gems. And I also think that listeners could probably guess what they are before I even say them. Pro- possibly, possibly. So do you want to tell the listeners the questions, well, the categories you sent over? Right, the categories are drum roll please childhood film coming of age film film you've watched the most favorite musical and the film you think everybody should watch did i repeat any of those no perfect well done thanks so shall we hit (laughs) shall we start it off with a childhood film what film I mean, it's hard for a film to define your childhood, but maybe the one you remember the most. I've split this into two because I feel like these two films merge into one for me at certain points. Um, But they're two films that I remember watching at my nan's house when I used to go there during the week to be looked after. And I remember both characters in these parallel films to me were just people I really wanted to be. And actually looking back at their style, I'm like, I get that. I, I would still want to be them. So the films I have chosen are The Secret Garden and A Little Princess. Oh, I could see how those films could merge into one. I was like, where's she going with this? It's going to be like Ghostbusters kind of like <laughs> mashed up with, I don't know, never ending story. Yeah, so they're both, I, I feel like maybe it's the way, I, I reckon if I watched them both as an adult, I'd be like, they're so different. But I think maybe where my memory just kind of blurs them both into one. Um, and I suppose because it's quite, they're both about a young girl kind of in this unusual situation. But I'll expect, so The Little Princess um, is about Sarah, Sarah, Sarah? I think it's Sarah. Um, and she's sent to a boarding school after her father goes to war. Um and then because he's presumed dead, the headmistress um, be- makes her become a servant there. And that's, I don't remember loads and loads, but I do remember watching it and it being such a kind of emotional, just up and down journey. And I just, I, I love it. I love it so much. Um, and I still, there are scenes I still vividly remember Um and it's amazing. And the other one is a Secret Garden, which I'm sure so that's that's coming out again this year, isn't it? Oh, is there they're a re- remake? They're remaking it. Oh, um, I did not know that. Yeah, so that's that. I don't know when about it is this year. I'm sure maybe later on um, now. But um, see, this is where they merge in. So I've just looked at the the description of this one and I've just one of the scenes that I remember the most from A Little Princess is in fact from The Secret Garden um well sorry I was just gonna say that both of those films made me feel quite like sad as a child I know I'm a little bit older than you but I don't know I just I don't know they are they are quite sad because I suppose they're both about someone that's kind of 
in like pushed to live a completely separate life um from what they've known or like yeah she loses a parent or like I yeah do you know what? that's it because with the secret garden the first scene is an earthquake in India and then she's sent back to England um where she discovers this garden but I remember that earthquake scene so vividly and I think it's quite stirring if you're quite young yeah I, I just remember them being like quite intense films I'm not you know I don't want to poo-poo on your films at all. I definitely want to give them a rewatch, most of all for the um, for the wardrobes. Yeah, I re- I really I, I love them both. I think they're not the chirpiest films. Like the films I do, I, uh, Matilda is another one that still makes me feel good. And I think as you grow up with Matilda, the humour almost becomes funnier because you appreciate it more because it is quite dark. And that's probably another film I'd say that is slightly more feel good to a point it's still like i suppose it is dark but i think roald dahl was very good at that um but i still quote i quote matilda all the time i love matilda it's such it's such a good film and um, i've just kind of like fallen into um, a film of the 90s here on the internet and i kind of forgot we were recording the podcast for a second i was like oh yeah oh yeah remember that film um <laughs> my childhood films i have two because we're indecisive people of course we can't just pick one but the film that i probably watched the most as a child was mary poppins um i just the original can i just say otherwise that would make me like seven (laughs) but yeah the original mary poppins um i just absolutely loved it and obviously back in the day like a vhs was either really expensive or you had to wait till it came on the telly yeah Oh, God, yeah. Trying to explain that concept to June. Honestly, if an advert comes on, she's like, it's got an advert on it. I'm like, girl, you don't even know you're born. (laughs) Poor June. And one of my other favourite films when I was younger is Drop Dead Fred. I just... I've never seen that. Oh, you would love Drop Dead Fred. You would... I'm absolutely positive you would love Drop Drop Dead Fred. Okay, I'm going to write this down. Drop Dead Fred... What's it about? It's about um, an imaginary friend. So Drop Dead Fred is the imaginary friend. And it's got... I um, oh, can't remember her name. Oh. Oh. I can't remember. Oh, Phoebe Cates. I've just Googled it. Was um, the young girl. And Rick Mayle is her imaginary friend and he basically just gets her into so much trouble carrie fish is in it as well oh and it's just a really kind of good i mean i feel like all films have like an underlying hint of sadness like childhood films um but they just get into like so much trouble and there's so many like good catchphrases that i feel like i used to say when i was little i think it came out in 1991 um and I must have probably seen it like a thousand times. And they like the to- it, it's got a lot of toilet humour in it, which is probably why I found it so funny when I was younger. Um, because toilet humour is hilarious. <laughs> it is the best. I have noticed that um, since self-isolating that um, or social distancing, I'm getting really confused as to what's, which one's just staying away from people. Um, that's what I might start calling it. But our toilet humour's really increased in this house. Like Jack started replacing the word poo when he reads June's nighttime stories and she's absolutely in hysterics. 
Oh my god, that's like, I feel like toilet humour is a real introduction to comedy when you're that age. <laughs> yeah, you're so right. It's Very the, sophisticated. Yeah, yeah, there's so, um, Drop Dead Fred, in fact I might see if she wants to watch it later, it's probably actually to be fair, not appropriate, but there's a lot of toilet humour in that, so definitely give that a watch if you've not seen it. Um, Actually I've got one more film, but we've all seen it, and I don't think we need to be watching it right now, and that's E.T., because... Oh, I sobbed. I just remember vividly sitting on the edge of my mum's floral. It was actually poppy print sofa, and we had like poppy print um curtains to match and poppy print wallpaper. And I wow, just, you know when you're like a child and you you cry so hard that you can't breathe. Oh God, yeah. Just like <gasps> sorry, actually, I don't think you need to, anybody needs um <laughs> me doing an impression. <laughs> Go on, Charlotte. What does that sound like? <laughs> like that um and that and that's what et did for me like actually scarred me for life oh i love et is just brilliant isn't it could you watch it again i definitely could it's been it's been enough time there's definitely another watch there i don't i don't know if i could go in again i really don't oh anyway next category um coming of age films oh see this i found really really easy to to write down because there's one film that I watched and watched and watched and still can watch and watch and watch. And I'd say it's a bit of a figgy pudding film as well. Um, My and... homework this afternoon is to find out who wrote that, um, who whose phrase that is. So hopefully on the Instagram tomorrow or this week, we can let, we can put you out of your misery and, and fully credit figgy puddy lady. We will credit you, but it is Anger Songs and Perfect Snogging. And I know this isn't the most sophisticated film ever, but oh my God, if I'm having a down day, I can put it on and I'm in sunny Eastbourne and I'm with Georgia and I'm with Robbie and I absolutely love it. And the quotes are ridiculous. It's so silly and so teenage. And I remember watching it with my best friends and it's directed by Gurinder Chada we just were obsessed with her because I think there was an interview on the DVD with her at the end and we were like wow she's amazing and she'd done um bend it by bend it like Beckham at this point um but I just love it it's just such a brilliant film and I I don't know if I can say I think Joe might be like oh my god you're so embarrassing but when I started going out with Joe he said well he didn't actually tell me this but I think I was still obsessed with this film at this point and his friend um Tommy plays Dave the Laugh in it and I was just like oh my god that is the coolest thing ever um and it's just one of my favorite films and I can still watch it and it still makes me laugh and yeah it's brilliant I definitely need to watch it I really don't think I've seen it I I keep kind of like thinking about it trying to jog my memory but I will watch that this week for you oh I, I it's it's just really good I mean thinking about what actually happens the plot line is a little bit sparse, um, <laughs> bar the fact it's about a group of teenage girls growing up, going to secondary school, fancying boys and all that comes with it. But for that reason, I quite liked it. I felt like it was this, like just really reflective of a very normal, perhaps slightly abnormal like life as a teenager in the UK. And I just just it's a very easy comforting watch and I just I remember just being obsessed I think though like you say that like there's not when you say there's not a lot of plot line but I remember at that age like that was all encompassing like going to school fancying people and just generally kind of like existing like that took up my whole day and it was really intense but maybe that's it maybe like 
that that's the magic of it the fact that it is it just encompasses the fact that when you are that age the biggest dramas are the guy you fancy and like your dad having to change jobs and maybe move to New Zealand and all these things that kind of as a plot line you're like oh that's not very dramatic whereas it because it's almost played to that level you kind of feel like you're going through it with them and therefore it feels bigger than it perhaps sounds on paper but um yeah it's just a really feel good silly film and it just reminded me of rem- always reminds me of being like I don't know 14 to 17 because <laughs> I watched it a lot yeah I've actually I actually um googled a coming of age film just to, like give it a definition and it just like it does say a film anywhere between like 14 to 18 so um it can, yeah, it can be a variety of ages, but I, I did love being that age. And you know, when people say like, what age are you eternally? Like, I think I'm a 14 year old girl. Yeah, I think I am still like, I have, I have that kind of, when I look at how I was at that age and how like, just, I, I think when I, like, I haven't changed, I've, it changed in so many ways and I've grown up and I've learned lessons, but in some ways I'm exactly the same. Like, I'm so like all in with everything. If I like something, oh, like I have that teenage girl obsession still in me and I don't think there's anyone like a teenage girl obsessed with something oh my I, god no way honestly I was started to read a book called fangirls recently and it talks about teenage girls and their obsession with bands and music and how powerful it is and how it's like not really something that people kind of go oh what a fangirl but it's it's just like it's a movement like teenage girls when they like something they do not let you down absolutely not I feel like that's why we get on so well like I feel like our like inner teenage girls are like I just love you and uh, can we just like obsess about this and talk about this like I I think we could definitely sit and yeah we're obsessed with each other yeah absolutely love it well my um two coming of age films I'm sorry I picked two but yours could be really cool (laughs) well you know I am cooler than you live like I can't help it it's true um but like they kind of merge into one like what you were saying about um the childhood films earlier and actually i had a look and they both came out in 1995 i'm actually outraged that one of them has got a 5.8 out of 10 on imdb that stresses me out when i want to watch a film with joseph so what's it got on rotten Rotten tomatoes i'm like who cares (laughs) let's not let's not see let's not worry about that um but one is the babysitter's club (gasps) oh i just I was obsessed with those books growing up, absolutely obsessed. And then they made the film and the other film, which I've mentioned before, is Now and Then. And both of them are based around four four girls um, who were friends. And I don't know about growing up at that time. Like we were just like really obsessed with anything American. And like we just, both of these films were set in America and it was all about their friendships. And The Babysitter's Club, if you if you haven't read the books my friend um, my oldest friend I've known her since since we were babies she had all the books or pretty much most of them on her bookshelf and they all had these like um red brick covers with these like little uh, numbers that went across and we used to just read them and then the film came out and we were just like oh my god like this is amazing they're just great I don't really know what to say about them they're just like again not a lot happens like the babysitters club they run a babysitting club and there's never like any really any parents around like I don't know where the parents are because I think would I let my kids do this I don't probably, know probably probably not yeah um and now and then like they're just on their bikes all the time like out in the fresh air out in the fresh air oh my god oh my god 
<laughs> my friend that I'm talking about, Rachel, her dad used to in the summer, like we all used to sit around um watching the VHS, we'd pull the tab out of of whatever we've recorded and like put the salad tape across. Did you ever do that? Yeah. <laughs> Just checking. I'm checking it's not like the phone number thing. And he'd literally come in and be like, You you girls need to get outside for some fresh air and every now and again if like we, we didn't go outside, um, he would like take her light bulb away. <gasps> Oh my god! You'd be like, girls, Stop. get outside. That's mad. I've I t- haven't seen it. I can't believe I've not seen it. The soundtrack is so good. So now and then is a bit different, as in it's set in the in the seventies, and then it comes. I'm going to say to the present day. It's 1995 for crying out loud, which was a very long time ago. It was 1995 25 years ago? I always think it's 15 years ago, but it's definitely 25 because I was born. Oh, no, I was born in 1993 and I'm, yeah, and I'm 27. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you don't even know how old you are. I, I do not. <laughs> um, I keep referring to myself as 32, but I'm actually 33, so. I was going to say, I can't believe I've not never seen them, but I, did you ever watch The Sleepover Club? Oh, hang on. This is ringing bells. It was on ITV after school. Um and it was set in Australia, and the theme tune was like, so come on, sleep over, together we can dream in time. Well, I'll tell you what, I don't think I do remember it, but it's got a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, which is more than the Babysitter's Club, so. I, f- I feel like it, it was the same vein as that, but I didn't watch Babysitter's Club, but I remember the Sleepover Club, I was obsessed with. Yeah, I don't think I did watch this, that... It looks great. I tell you what I was obsessed with when I was younger is Sister, Sister. Sister, Sister. Never <laughs> knew how much I missed you. Oh, da, 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 so brilliant. Da, 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 da. Um, my favourite bit was when they got those conjoining bathrooms. <gasps> the dream. That's all I ever wanted. Sorry, I'm actually, I'm not supposed to type while we record the, pa- the, the podcast. <laughs> she can't be stopped. Well, Jack's mum told me there's a word for conjoining bathrooms. Oh, what's that? I don't know. I can't find it. Google's not telling me. Oh, is that what you were trying to find? Yeah, until next week, everybody. Um, We spent quite a lot of time talking about our coming-of-age films. So shall we... The one, which I feel like listeners could predict, our favourite musical or our favourite film with singing? That That is just musical, right? I think so. I've had to... Um... <laughs> I've left out Mamma Mia for obvious reasons because I, I wanted to surprise people, you know. <laughs> I wanted to people to be on the edge of their seat and not think, oh, she's going to say Mamma Mia, it's so boring. Um, so I've actually listed two films with Have singing. You? Yeah, that aren't films that came out basically last year. So they're not Mamma Mia, they're not Bohemian Rhapsody or Rocket Man. No. Um, oh, yeah. I'm actually on the edge of my seat. Well, just because I thought, like, there are other films I like, but one film that came out quite a long, quite, not that long ago, um, in this decade, is Les Mis, um, and honestly, when that came out, the soundtrack was all I listened to, and I think I'd never, ever seen it in the theatre, I'd never, like, had no background history on Les Miserables, and I saw it in the cinema, and I literally wanted to take everyone to see it and it's sad it's so beautiful and I feel like there's songs that make you feel empowered there's songs that make you want to weep um but it's it's amazing I love it so much and the other film is slightly different 
Um, and I just thought of it earlier, but it's a film with a soundtrack that weirdly I can listen to even now. And I saw Carrie a couple of weeks ago and I was like singing one of the songs in it. And then we played the soundtrack and that's Freaky Friday. <laughs> what is Freaky Friday? Sorry? I don't know what Freaky Friday is. Screaming! Oh my... You don't know? Oh my God. I genuinely thought Maggie was back on your lap then. Oh my... I can't believe. So, Freaky Friday... With Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan. Never seen it. Never heard of it. Don't know what's going on. Oh my God. Oh my God. So... Oh, I don't... So, the Freaky Friday... <laughs> I don't even... I do Breathe. Not... Breathe in. It's so lucky we didn't do an Instagram live of this because I feel like the phone would have broken. The phone would have <laughs> broken. People would be screaming. Um, so 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is a hit. It. I like the remade version. I haven't seen the original, um, but it came out in 2003 and it's about a mum and a daughter who don't get on, but they switch places. Um, so the mum lives as the, this daughter in this cool rock band and then she t- turns into her mum and it's like it's kind of how they both start like understanding one another and Chad Michael Murray's in it and Lindsay Lohan's in love with him but then it's her mum I think you'd love it it's so ridiculous and hilarious I've just googled it that's right up my street it's so brilliant and it's on I think it must be on um is it a Disney film it's, it's got to be a Disney film hasn't it it hasn't it yeah it's a disney film so it should be on disney plus um but yeah the mum is so like she's quite prudish and the daughter's like this kind of rebellious teenager who's in this band and wants to like hang out with her friends and then she becomes really proper because it's her mum living as her and it's just it's just so good and i remember watching it and just really wanting to be in Lindsay lohan's band and the soundtrack, like, they're a really good band. They're really good. <laughs> She's really cool. Um, and, yeah, I just watch it first and then sing along because I feel like if you listen to the songs without the context, you'll be like, these are really naff. Um, but it's really brilliant. And I'm so glad I mentioned it now because you get to see it for the first time during this really weird time. And I'm so happy. I can't wait. My, well, <laughs> Jack, Jack is already fed up with me because last night he was like are we are we watching the same thing tonight or or are we watching separate like but like the way that June kind of like asks a question she goes like nods her head while she says it like are we watching separate like that's what's that's what I'd like to do we should Um, watch we should do a freaky Friday watch along well yes we we are going to do a watch along but maybe we should scrap what we were going to do a watch along with and and swap it for this or both because we've got the time We've got plenty of time. What is your musical film or song with or film with music? Well, I feel like my Mamma Mia is Sister Act. Oh, yeah. So I'm not going to mention Sister Act, but if Sister Act's on the telly, I've got to stop what I'm doing. And I think I've mentioned this before, but like you can kind of see how like drunk I am at any given point in the evening because like my, my drunkest level is when I have got spotify out or my phone i'm just sat googling sister act and singing along with it (laughs) oh god oh god um and then you know it's time to like literally put me to bed when chicago comes out like oh my god i've never seen chicago pardon i've never seen it it's absolutely sensational would i like it you would love it it's so so good and the soundtrack's exceptional and once yeah basically 
I'm absolutely like put me to bed if I'm sing- like trying to Google Sister Act, which is actually really hard to find when you're a bit drunk. Um, or because sh- if you put Sister Act into Spotify, like the stage version comes up, so you like have to go onto YouTube and you've got to like have like one hand over your eye while you're typing, and it's really tricky. Anyway, that is not what I'm here to tell you about. Because I feel, oh, hang on, I got so animated, I've knocked my headphones out. Um, the film that I love, 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 love is Dream Girls. Oh, well, your dream girls. You, sorry, what was that? <laughs> like, you don't like dream girls? Or were you singing? No, I, I haven't seen it. Okay, fine, fine. I thought you were just going like, oh, that's a No, I didn't know the words. I didn't know the words past the line I sang. <laughs> no, that's fine. As long as you don't hate on dream girls. I really want to watch the stage version, which obviously I'll be waiting a while. But Jennifer Hudson in Dream Girls... There's a song, um, like the Dream Girls song. I'm telling you, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna oh, attempt it. And I am telling oh, you. Oh, she went one. there. She went there. <laughs> it's just like that is my favourite thing to do when I'm on my own. Like, say the if if I've got the house to myself, is put the Dream Girls soundtrack on and go for it. Um, in exciting news, Jennifer Hudson has just wrapped the Aretha Franklin um, oh, film God. musical. So at some point in the future, we have that to look forward to. Oh, my God. I can't believe that you chose Dream Girls with such an incredible soundtrack. And I chose Freaky Friday. And Les Miserables. Is that how, is that how we say it? Les Mis. Les Mis. Les Mis. Um, I haven't seen Les Mis, Les Mis. Um, oh, it just God. doesn't appeal at all. Well, I, I mean, you've got to be in the mood. Yeah, I just don't know if I'm like cutting my, my nose off to swipe my face because I get like this about hyped things like Bridesmaids. I didn't watch it and then I watched it and was like, well, that was that was pointless because it was brilliant. So like, <laughs> I thought you meant it was pointless. No, the film was fantastic. Um, But, you know, sometimes I just kind of, I don't know. Like, why would I do that to myself? I've seen Bridesmaids like a million times since. You are literally friends with the wrong person because I think I hype everything to a point where people are like, I'm not watching it. You cannot make me watch it because you've spoilt it. Well, how many times have I done that with you? I'm like, no, I'm not I'm not doing it. I might just have to be really blasé about things I like going forward and be like, oh, yeah, it's, it's all right. I'll take or leave it. And you might be like, OK, I'll give it a watch. Hmm. That will be the day. I think I just saw a pig going by my window flying. <laughs> I was like, really? The film that you have watched the most... Again, I, I feel like this isn't going to be... I feel like it's not going to be surprising. Um, I do think it has to be Dirty Dancing, which... Oh, what a film. It is my absolute favourite, and I could watch it any day. I could watch it back to back, and I sometimes do. I think it's just... It's the film that Joe puts on if, I, if I'm not in a good mood, if I'm in a brilliant mood, um, if I want to dance, if I want to know what to wear in the summer if I want I don't know anything it, it literally accommodates every mood it's amazing it's so good and I feel like Greece is in that vein and I had I mentioned Greece recently and then some, like people coming up to me on Instagram going I prefer Greece too no I've not even seen Greece too just don't even waste your time not even seen it because I feel like just no no just no. no just no but I really want to go to the secret cinema of Dirty Dancing <sighs> Um, how have we not had this conversation? So 
they've already done uh, the secret cinema for Dirty Dancing a few years ago, haven't they? So I feel like this will be their best secret cinema yet because they've already done it. They've already tried and tested it and it'll be better than ever. I cannot, I, well, I need to get tickets. I think I'm probably going to wait until this all passes and then invest. I have a watermelon clutch bag in my ha- in my wardrobe waiting to go to Dirty Dancing secret cinema. I've got my kids and my shorts and I'm going to have to get a perm. It's the date. Maybe don't think about the perm. <laughs> I'm going to go as Patrick Swayze. <laughs> I mean, that would involve quite a lot of highlights um, and maybe less commitment than a perm. Oh my God, maybe we should go as Baby and Patrick. Okay, brilliant. I'll be Patrick, obviously, because I don't think you could catch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to go as pa- Patrick. Well, I just, well, I mean, maybe we can, no, no, the shorts are going to look better on you, as are the kids, and I'm going to be able to catch you. <laughs> I'm going to work on my guns. Oh my God, you could go as her sister. What's the song that she sings? I That's amazing. I am not What's the song that she sings? It's probably my favourite song in the whole film and I cannot remember how it goes. I don't know, but I think we have sang... What is that song? I sound like I'm doing that Mason Ramsey song. No, you would... Yeah, you no, I'm thinking of that Mason Ramsey song. I got it out of you. No, what how's it how's it go? Hang on. I'm gonna have to find it now. Oh, it's Hula Hana. Hula Hana. There we go. That's probably all that has lifted my spirits like nothing else today. That's probably all I allowed in. No, you actually allowed up to 30 seconds, I do believe. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> and again. What would you say your film is? I forgot the question now. Most watched. Um, yeah. I thought we were still on musical. Um. So, aside from Frozen, um, Shrek and Toy Story, which is not out of choice, to be fair. Um, Toy Story is amazing. I just wouldn't... Yeah, Toy Story is amazing. I've got nothing against Toy Story, but honestly, Jack and I could act all of it out. Um, Anyway, I don't know. It's a bit of a toss-up, to be honest, between Almost Famous, which I have banged on about a million times, um, and Goodfellas. Ooh, another film I haven't seen. Oh, Goodfellas is just sensational. Or Grease, actually. I really should, yeah, I'm really indecisive. This was a terrible, this was a terrible idea. But I think, I think it's going to be almost famous. I think it's got the edge, which is the um, snippet from Instagram that I was referring to that kind of started this kind of whole very loose podcast idea. It was Penny Lane after one of the um, the gigs that Stillwater, the fictitious band, play. She's just kind of skating across the room and all the confetti with a rose with a beautiful like Hungarian embroidered uh, blouse and a leather miniskirt. Not that I remember it. <laughs> very specifically and I was and somebody put like hashtag mood um, and I was like oh my god my favourite scene from my favourite film and someone was like what is this and I said almost famous stop what you're doing right now um, oh my god yeah so, so almost famous or goodfellas which is the best gangster film of all time the soundtrack's amazing Ray Liotta's amazing everyone's amazing the cast is incredible um and I've mentioned, I'm, I've definitely mentioned it on the podcast before, but I'm not a fan of blood and guts. But because I did media studies at like A level, which I think I got a D in already. <laughs> um, but 
I kind of know how like squibs are made, which is like, you know, when you get a gunshot in a film and they like the blood explodes. Um, I don't know, there's something about gangster films I can cope with the goriness. Whereas like any other film, I'm like, you need to get away from me. <laughs> you need to leave. <laughs> you, yeah, not today. Um, but yeah, the soundtrack's great. And I just, I just love it. I'm gonna, that's gonna be on my list. This list, this list is growing. We'll be able to record next week's episode. I'll be like, no, sorry, I've not caught up my homework. I've not done my homework yet. I'm sorry. And then the last category is the film that you think everyone should watch. Oh, you go first. I've gone first every time. Okay. Rocky. Oh, why Rocky? I love Rocky. I absolutely love all the Rocky films. I... I don't know. I just don't know if enough enough people have seen Rocky. Like, I know it's not like an underground hit, don't get me wrong, but it's just, I just love Rocky. And I love Adrian, who's Rocky's wife. Her coat selection, her coat and hat selection are absolutely incredible. Uh, do you know, I haven't seen Rocky and... I don't I even like... know if you'd like it. I just, I just think... I don't know. I just want everyone to watch Rocky. It's really empowering. The soundtrack's great. Um, and every time I the Tiger comes on, like you can pretty much, I can, I can overcome anything because of Rocky. Oh, it is one of those films, I think. Yeah, even without seeing it, the soundtrack is like, it's got, it's, it's a classic. I went into labour wearing a Rocky t-shirt. Of course you did. <laughs> Jack got me, because um, Jack and I, we think, actually, that would be something perfect to do right now. We think that we've got about like 15 to 20 matching T-shirts. Like we have quite a lot. Um, oh. Yeah, it's like a weird couple thing that we do. And I didn't think we did anything weird and couple but we have quite a lot. Um, anyway, so he bought me a Rocky T-shirt in like XXL. And it was the only thing that fit me, like just before I went into labour. And I actually went into labour and into hospital um, wearing my Rocky T-shirt. Do, 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 do. I'd love to have seen that. I mean, it was not pretty. Not the labour, but like just that, <laughs> just. <laughs> Me on my birthing ball, bouncing up and down in my Rocky t-shirt. <laughs> do, do, do. Is that Rocky? I don't know, but we literally, next week we will limit the singing. I'm really sorry. I know. Do you know what? Next week we will have a, a topic which is serious and we'll be talking about serious things. That probably won't happen. It probably won't, will it? Um, what is the film you want everyone to watch? I find this really difficult because I, I feel like I wrote something down just based on one of my favourite films without actually thinking about the fact that everyone should see it just because it was a film I really like. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I'm, I'm not really that bothered if people watch Rocky, but I'm definitely going to go watch it again. I wrote down 500 Days of Summer because I think it was the sentiment that got me. I was just like, oh, I love it so much. And I just, I mean, it's probably my most sentimental film if if we're going there. But I just love it. I think the soundtrack is amazing. Zoe Deschanel and Joseph Gordon-Levitt are in it. And it's just, I just think it's such a beautiful film. It's quite sad. Not sad, but I don't know. Not typical of its genre. No, not typical of its genre. Because you think, oh, maybe it's a bit rom-commy, and it just, it just takes you to different places. But I absolutely, I love it, and I think it's just such a brilliant film. Even if you listen to the soundtrack without seeing it, it's amazing. 
Um, yeah, I liked that film, but I th- yeah, I'm trying to think. I'd, I'd definitely rather watch Rocky. <laughs> They're very different. I wouldn't They're... put them against each other. <laughs> um, I would just like to say, I think this sums us up as people. Like the whole of like, like imagine if like aliens came down from outer space and were like, you must watch these two films. They'd be, they'd be like <laughs> Rocky and then this like weird indie film with this couple that both like the Smiths. Yeah, I know other people would be like, oh, you really must watch like um, Shawshank Redemption, which is a great film, or uh, It's a Wonderful Life, or, you know, do you watch some um, Hitchcock? But no, no, here's Rocky and 500 Days of Summer. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you expect from us? What do you expect from us? Yeah, if anybody's here for highbrow content, you can forget it. We are going to put this out on our new Instagram, which is Fringe of It. <laughs> I just can't believe we couldn't get there. <laughs> Whoever's got the Fringe of It, you're having the last laugh, all right? Um, <laughs> so we'd love to hear from you. I'll, I'll put a post up um, on Instagram and on the Facebook group. But So it's childhood film, coming of age film, um, your favourite musical, the film you've watched the most and the film that you think everyone should watch. Um, hopefully you can educate everybody's culture palette a bit more than Liv and I we did try though I mean Freaky Friday is one of the best musical films of all time yeah it's an absolute classic um you can find us on Twitter you can find us on Instagram you can find us on Facebook you can email us thefringeofit at gmail.com you can find Liv over at Liv Purvis on Instagram and I am Charlotte Jacklin on Instagram and our blogs are whatolivia.did.com and Charlotte Jacklin uk. yeah and then that is us we hope you're all staying safe and looking after each other um thank you so much for tuning in i feel like this week's been a real giggler and a real silly week um but we really hope you enjoyed today's episode um as always we love to hear from you and yeah thank you so much for being here again we'll speak to you next week thanks very much bye mm-hmm.